Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford and this... Is Chris Skull. How are you? Very good, Scully. And um, Dyson is uh, away this week. You, as always, step in 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 a fantastic way. Off the bench. Off the bench. And um, as always, when you're here, a, a, a varied topic mix that we have here a kind of selection box of um oh, been great. radio gibberish including um a discussion about tribute bands tribute bands renamed products <gasps> documentaries about massive traffic jams <laughs> oh, yes! that may or may not have happened well if you remember this right now we, we won't blow uh, the fun now but at some point during the show you're going to hear chris describe a tv show that he remembers Barely anyone else remembered it. But email us, football at absoluteradio.co.uk. Or just tweet us, at Matt Ford, at Chris J. Skull. CJ Skull. CJ Skull. In the, in the skull. Yeah. So two Cs. One at the start, one at the skull. At, just search Chris Skull on Twitter. That's the easiest way. At R&R Football. And tell us, if you remember... We give the title of the show, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you even get it, get it from my initial description. That's the real challenge. I can't believe. I, you know what? I, it's not that I don't believe it happened. I can't believe I didn't hear about it at the time. No. I feel like I really missed it out. It was rubbish. It was rubbish. Yeah, but that's. I'm more. I like to watch rubbish telly. Do you? <laughs> yeah. You can just dig this out. Have a look. I love watching things like, and it's not really rubbish, but it's like good rubbish stuff like Kitchen Nightmares. I just watch that oh, all day. Yeah. Yeah. I've got into a prank called 90 Day Fiancé. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, Dyson mentioned this last oh, week. Really? It's what so is it with good. rock and roll football hosts and 90 Day Fiancé? <laughs> it's so good. There's a guy called No Neck Ed. Have you heard this in America? What? No. Did Dyson not bring this up? There's a guy in America who so. gets, uh, gets a girlfriend. Um, he meets her for the first time in the Philippines. And uh, he's, got okay. no, he's got no... It's just great. Just Google it, YouTube it. No neckhead, his name is, and it is just sensational television. And what's the idea that he is married, yeah. engaged someone for ninety days, and then decides? Yeah, then they decide. Yeah, they both decide. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Otherwise, yeah. that would be... it never works out. I'll just, I'll tell you oh. that now. <laughs> There is no suspense about whether or not it works out. <laughs> it's how quickly it can devolve into madness. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, yeah. that sounds better than the show we talk about in this show. <laughs> Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Massive goal in the championship. Whipped in. It looked like it was direct from a corner, Chris Skull, but it wasn't. It was from a free kick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was from a free kick, but they all count. Blackburn won. QPR now. <laughs> Kadra on 77th with a sensational strike. That is the voice of Chris Skull in for Matt Dyson today. Chris Skull, of course, well known to the rock and roll football audience and to the quickly Kevin Will He Score. Amazing 90s football podcast. Scully, Always a pleasure to have you back on board. It's good to be here, Matt. Thank you for having me. And of course, as is customary, Chris's first job is to preview today's red-hot Premier League action. Look, guys, Coldplay singer Chris Martin turns 45 years <gasps> old next Wednesday, and what better way to start the celebrations early than watching something just like this? <laughs> Leeds nil, Tottenham three in our 12.30 kickoff. And in the everglow of that one, when your clocks strike 3 p.m. in the Premier oh. League, Brentford will host Newcastle as the Magpies look to continue their good run of form to beat the drop and confirm the para, para, paradise of the Premier League next season. Elsewhere, Aston Villa in 13th are away to the higher power of Brighton in 10th. And let's face it, Burnley are in trouble. But don't worry, Claret fans. Sean Dyche has a great chance to fix you. 
oh. with a win against Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park today. At Old Trafford, Manchester United take on the yellow of Watford. <laughs> the Hornets with one win in their last 14 games in all competitions. No one told new boss Roy Hodgson it would be easy. No one ever said it would be so hard. In the championship, our lunchtime kickoff features two teams in the playoff hunt. It's currently Blackburn 1 QPR nil with both teams wondering when it comes to a Premier League return how long must they wait for it Stoke City travel to the south coast to take on manager Scott Parker and all of his friends AFC Bournemouth and at the city ground Colin Cooper has made Forest fans feel like they're alive again a resurgent Nottingham Forest can climb up and up the table as they face Bristol City and Luton fans must feel like life is in Technicolor as they mount a genuine push for the playoffs today they face Wayne Rooney is Derby County mm. who were dealing with the fact they had 21 points and they've gone to waste <laughs> what could be worse I'll tell you what could be worse the hardest part could be defeat today in League One with top flight parachutes payments oh. a distant oh. memory there is sure to be sparks in this former oh. Premier League fixture as Wigan take on Sunderland so don't panic it's going to be a top afternoon of football action. I'll be in my place <laughs> next to my universe. Matthew Ford on Absolute Radio's Rock and Roll oh, Football. Amazing. Oh, Scully. You know, there was so much to love about that. Mainly that when you sang, it was basically all the same tune. <laughs> Yellow. Higher power. <laughs> uh, parachutes. <laughs> oh, that was sensational. Pleasure, pleasure. What Chris Skull, right here with you on Rock and Roll Football. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I was um, uh, on tour last night in South End, and I was in the studio, and in the main house was a tribute band, a Coldplay tribute band. Oh, wow. Called Cold Place. <laughs> Which is a good, like, it rhymes with Coldplay, but it doesn't sound like it's got anything to do with Coldplay, does it? Listeners will be able to come up with a better name for a Coldplay tribute band than Cold Place. That's a great I idea. I thought you were going to say Play Cold or something like that, you know? Yeah, or like sometimes, so I've seen an Oasis tribute band called Definitely Might Be. That's clever, because <laughs> it's like using an Oasis phrase, yeah. play on words. Often they take, or like, if it's, um, like, what are the really good ones, like... Um, Oh, I've forgotten now. Oh, no, Oasis, no Oasis. Yeah, Oasis isn't. Oh, yeah. Um, aren't there ones where it's like got the word not in? Oh, this is terrible. There's, there's a take yeah. that one called take this. Oh, yeah, and, and fake that, right? Fake so, that, yeah. So ones that acknowledge the fact that it's a fake in the title are really clever. Yeah. But Cold Place just sounds like uh, you're gigging up north. Do you know, in, in Essex, people in Essex will know this, there's a big George Michael impersonator who does the round in Essex, yeah. and I've seen videos of him going doing live gigs in Essex, and people losing their minds. <laughs> like, it's the best cover artist I've really? ever... It's like... He's, he's him. He's George Michael. Faith-era George Michael. Leather jacket. The, oh, the, my the word. Earring. And people lose their minds. Everyone in Essex will know about this. What's his name? I don't know. George Oss Michael? I don't, I'll have to find out. <laughs> but what are the worst tribute band names you've been aware of? And if anyone has seen Cold Place, I mean, I don't, I'm not doing the guys down. I mean, they'd, they'd sold a lot of tickets last night in Southend. Um... Uh, and, you know, South End is by the sea, so at night I guess it is a cold place, so it sort of made sense <laughs> that they were there. Um, but it doesn't... It, it's not a pun that does anything other than rhyme with Coldplay. 
It's the least imaginative, and I'm, I'm, I feel bad now because I'm sure the Coldplay boys are very nice. Well, Coldplay have got in my place, so is it cold? Like, is that? I mean, it's tenuous. It's not. You're right. It's not good enough. I agree with you on the fundamental point. Thank you, and that's what <laughs> that's what this show is all about: agreeing on the fundamental <laughs> point. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. See, this is another good tribute band name that says that it's fake. The Foe Fighters. Oh, that is good. That is good. Because then it's got fakeness baked into the... <laughs> priced in to the uh, to the title. <laughs> Have you got any there, Chris? Yeah, what about this one? This is from Andrea. By Jovi. Oh, nice. Oh, come on. That's great. What about this one? Kings of Leon, spelled like Leon the French city. Oh, nice. If they're French, that's great. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say. We'll just have to use our Maybe not. Thank you, Paul Devon. <laughs> the re- hot chi- chili peppers? I'm guessing they're northern. Oh, have you ever heard of the Red Hot Chili Pipers? <laughs> they're amazing. What? They're a Scottish bagpipe rock band, and they do covers, and they're called the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Have you ever been to Edinburgh, and you walk past those shops that sell the um, all the Scottish stuff, you yeah, know, yeah. the tourist stuff? They often are blaring out uh, the Red Hot Chili Pipers cover version of The Voice by John Farnham. <laughs> That's good. Uh, it was good enough to make me buy the CD. Uh, now, Chris, you've had some strife in your, your home life this week. Yeah, Matt, my toilet exploded this week. <laughs> what had you done to it? <laughs> Look, I've made the decision, I actually, earlier in the pandemic, that I just wasn't going to use tissue anymore. I was going to use Kleenex washables. And this is... <laughs> This was partially forced on me by the fact that we went for a tissue paper crisis oh, in this yes. country. Okay. So I could only get Kleenex washables, and I just discovered that they are better. Do you know there's a quote from Will I Am? And I, 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 I remember reading this in a magazine. It stuck with me forever. He says that if you drop drop chocolate on the floor, yeah, you don't go for a, a, a kitchen towel, do you? You go for a wet wipe. Okay. So, you okay, know, I get, I get where you go. I'm, I'm not expanding that analogy any further. <laughs> Wait, and then where's Will I Am? And that was well, I never. So that was caused your change to yeah. these wet so wipes. It was, was forced on me. I changed onto the Kleenex washables. Yeah. Loved them. Great. Having What's a great been costing time. Costing you a fortune. But I've had no. It's not that not that much. Okay. But also, it kind of forces you. Like my missus will just. She. I don't. You know. Like you ever <laughs> spotted like your significant other just grab the tissue paper and what she does, she'll yank it so that half the roll just fly up in the air like an excess of toilet tissue. Like an Andrex puppy. Yeah. Yeah. But with the washables, you have to pull out one at a time, so you yeah. can't go crazy. <laughs> I love that there's so many reasons for this. Yeah. Triggered by panic buying, yeah. but then We're, the raw logic of the washables. Yes. So here, I'm having a great time. Will Am's backing me up. I've had a great <laughs> pandemic, wash-wise. And then, this week, my toilet explodes. It turns out I've got a, a macerator in a toilet. A what? Now, like, a new toilet fitted upstairs. It's got a macerator. What's what that? are these toilets like? It, I don't know. I'm not a plumber. But I think it mashes everything together. So it can go down a smaller pipe. Plumbers oh, wow. will know. Plumbers will know this inside out. But anyway, because I've switched the Kleenex washables and because I've followed Will I Am's guidance, <laughs> I've, I've blocked the toilet. I've destroyed this macerator, and now the toilet is basically exploded. Exploded not only into the, the actual toilet, but the bedroom next door. It's like gone through the wall. What? I know. It's like leaked out of the wall into the. I've had to bin the carpet. Oh my! So word. I was as I was saying to you, Matt. I'm delighted to be here out of the house today. <laughs> I've got aircon. First time I've refreshed my palate in a week. So hang on, when you say it exploded, yeah, what it came sort of back up. It's coming back up into the toilet, but also because oh, it's this no. macerator thing, it's coming back out the wall into the, the back out r- the wall. Yeah, into like the bedroom next door to the the toilet. It's like a horror film. Into the carpet, no. so you can dry the carpet off. But you can't 
get rid of the stain of the smell. The irony yeah. of starting with the Will I Am chocolate <laughs> on the floor. You've ended up. I wish I could see Will I Am. You ended up now. with chocolate on <laughs> the walls and the ceiling. Baked into the carpet. Will I Am. I, if you're listening, Will. This is your legacy, pal. You should send him the bill for this. If you've ever had... I mean, I don't think I've ever had a block toilet. I thought you were going to say, have you ever followed advice from Black Eyed Peas that has gone wrong? Oh, that's a good idea. Have you ever bought something that a celebrity has endorsed or taken celebrity advice and it's turned out wrong? Yeah. Amazing. Or turned out right. Yeah. Let's be positive. 812.15. Has any celebrity... What you need is a celebrity-endorsed plunger. (laughs) To then rectify. If yeah. Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas has some. <laughs> they need to club together. <laughs> Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Often what happens on this show is people will text in about what we're talking about tribute bands, <laughs> block toilets. <laughs> um, people will just get in, in touch about other stuff. Someone has texted, I'm on my way back. Do you want picking up where I dropped you off or somewhere else? <laughs> Given that our number is 8, 12, 15, how could you get that mixed up with anyone else's number? So I don't want picking up. I mean, that could be my taxi driver. Maybe he's just the only way to get hold of me. I'll be fine, thanks, mate. I'll, uh, I'm going to the pub afterwards, so I'll be all right. Um, Den in Cambridge says, no way, sis. See, that was good as well, because then it has the kind of fact that it's not them in the yeah. title. Yeah. Um, what's this one? <laughs> um, oh! Someone here, what a genius this is, has yeah. blended the two topics. <laughs> On the topic of Will I Am, a great tribute band would be Will I Am Not. <laughs> Isn't that really clever? <laughs> Who sent that in? Name yourself. Name I think yourself. that's the greatest text ever sent into a British radio station, <laughs> certainly since the war. And obviously, pre war, you couldn't text in. Oh, man. How much business do you think a, a Will I Am tribute band would get? Like, would anyone turn up? That's a really good point. I'm not sure Will I Am's sales are strong enough to justify a kind of overspill. It's such a shame. It's good enough that there needs to be a Will I Am tribute. I just don't know if you're going to have the audience. Yeah, do does Will I Am perform on his own, or does he only perform? Black Eyed Peas? I think would probably sell a lot of tickets. Will I Am? He'd just yeah. be on. He'd be texting throughout the whole thing. <laughs> I don't forget that with the Olympic Flame. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was it the run? It must have been the run up to 2012, and he was just like. Tweeting while he was part of the procession. I was like, come on, mate. Come on, Will. Wave to the adoring fans during this, please. Um, someone here, Paul, says, I've just... Oh, no, that we did that, the Kings of Leon. Oh, that was the one. South End tribute band, Kings of Leon C. <laughs> That's good. good. You, you can only then... It's Tim in Croydon who's texted us. He says it's Tim in Croydon. Will I, he's responsible for the Will I Am tribute band name. Oh, yes, but we still don't know who wants to pick me up. Do you want picking up and dropping off afterwards, Chris? Uh, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. (laughs) Maybe not. Just get into a stranger's (laughs) car, which obviously you shouldn't do and shouldn't joke about. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. There was one tribute band I was thinking of and I couldn't put my finger on it and I've just remembered it. The Rolling Clones. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Isn't that great? Because then it's the, it's the, the idea that it's a tribute band is in the title. Yeah. Yeah, you want it baked. That's the best tribute band names where it's baked in. Baked in. That's what we need, folks. Um, someone else here has said, uh, Surely Bassey. Oh, what about this one? The Stereophonies. See, perfect. Baked in. <laughs> baked That's what you need. In. The red, not chilli peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, the more words you've got in the title of the band, the more opportunities for puns you've got. Yeah. That's why it's hard with Coldplay in, their, in, their, in Cold Place's defence. 
In cold places, I mean, if anyone's... By the way, let us know if you've seen cold place. Text us on 812.15. I'm sure they're very good. I'm not casting aspersions on their musical ability. I think it's tricky. I've seen a lot of Oasis tribute bands. Basically, it all hinges on whoever plays Liam. And then to a lesser extent, who plays Noel. They have to be able to play the bits, basically. Yeah. Usually with the Union Jack guitar. The other guys, <laughs> You've just, just take it or leave it. Just reminded me, I saw a Queen tribute band called It's a Kind of Magic. Great. But that's... And it's nothing. It's got to be a bit like it's got to be based on Queen, hasn't it? it has to have the name Queen in it. Yeah. Anyway, the Brian May character was just an old dude with just a massive like Charles the Second wig. <laughs> like it was almost like a judge's wig. <laughs> and a spaniel. And a sp- oh, and the Freddie Mercury impersonator came out and went, "Hello, guys." Like, Freddie Mercury didn't talk like Hello, a Chicago guys. gangster. Hey, how y'all doing? Yeah, yeah, Freddie yeah, Mercury yeah. here. <laughs> We're gonna do you some numbers from my back catalogue. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Recognise the music, Chris? Uh, yes. Where from? It's apparently the theme tune to... Oh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I only saw a bit of the first episode... And the accents drove me mad. I couldn't figure out where they were meant to be from, but of course they're meant to be from Birmingham. And that's why we're talking about Peaky Blinders. Birmingham City Football Club. One of the biggest names in lower league football. Oh. <laughs> Producer Liam's a Birmingham fan. That was a real slap. That was a real cod around the face, wasn't it? <laughs> really lured you in with that. Are going to change their name to Blackheath Alliance. Change their name back. Small Heath Alliance, sorry. A small heath, so much better, which was their original name. But this is part of promo for the new Peaky Blinders season. Right now, just just as quick reaction to that information: a, a major football club changing its name back to promote a television show. Good idea or bad idea? But how, how long are they changing it back? Like for a day, one okay. day, today, today. today, just today. So if there's a goal in that game, will it come up as Birmingham City or Small Heath Alliance? It's come up on the BBC News website, it's Birmingham City. Okay. How many people have they told? Are I think they... it's... I don't think... Yeah, yeah, they didn't they, put they, it on like a private WhatsApp. they the people group. who run Peaky Blinders. Yeah, Silly and Murphy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm against it. I think it's a really bad idea. Can we just stop changing things? Can things just stay the same? Yeah, or, or go back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In some ways, obviously, you know, we've still got a lot of social progress to make as a, as a planet. Um... But you can't have football clubs demeaning themselves. You know what? I remember when they, they periodically talk about changing tube names. Do you know this? Right. So periodically, like the Oxford Landing, the um, wine company, we're going to do Oxford Landing Circus. They might have even done it. And people are like, you cannot change the names of the tube. <laughs> Some things are sacrosanct. Football club names, surely. Yeah, you can't. That's it. It's baked in now for all time. You can't be changing a football club. And also, for a TV show, it's not even like it's a former player. It's not like... Someone has passed on. It's not like if Bri- when Brian Clough died, Forrest were like, we're going to call ourselves Brian Clough FC for the day. You'd be like, OK, that sort of makes sense. Rebranding yourself to promote an iPlayer series. Liam looks physically uncomfortable. <laughs> He's really... So you're on board with all this? I'm, I'm on board with it, yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's folded under questioning. <laughs> the lightest of questioning. The guy who writes it... Is- the, the guy who writes it is a Birmingham fan. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, I mean... And the Peaky Blinders used to go... Used to be Birmingham fans. 
So you... I know, I get all that. I get that they genuinely like. But it'd be like Forrest saying, "Oh, because of Vicky McClure, we're going to be Line of Duty FC today. We're going to be AC12." People just... say, "What is going? You can't do this." Just for the day. Oh, come on. It's just a bit of fun. Oh yeah, Man City are going to be Coronation Street, and they're playing West Ham. So Coronation Street against East Enders, and we're going to use it to promote the yeah. ITV hub yeah. and, and the iPlayer. But we were saying there's some name changes I'm still not comfortable with, like uh, Marathon. No, that was a great name. Snickers just does. It still feels alien. Yes. Go back to Marathon. They had it right. And also, Snickers isn't a real word. <laughs> so it's not like you moved it to like something. It wasn't like it turned into Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a marathon, not a sprint, which would have been a great rebrand. Um, instead, it was a made-up word. That's a really good point. Text us on eight twelve fifteen. What rebrands do you hate yeah. uh, or have gone wrong? Rebrands or reboots? Whether. It, Opal Fruits was better than Starburst. Yeah, yeah a, a rebrand I hated. Sam Mitchell. Stick with Janiella Westbrook. <laughs> oh. She was the original Sam Mitchell. Nick Tilsley, yeah, Adam Rickett came into Coronation Street. They changed it from a normal boy to this like shredded hunk. You were and, like, and no one said anything. No one said it. That's the thing, Gail. I was going to say Gail Porter. Gail Platt should have been forced to <laughs> look at the camera on Coronation Street and go, "It's okay. We've got a new actor in." There should have been a warning at the start. Coronation Street started employing fit people now. So just brace yourself, because this guy is held. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Really good point here. The change from Jif to Sif. <laughs> Jif sounds so much better. They're absolutely right. And also, why did they change it to Sif? It's not a word you say in English, is it? You don't, It's not a word, like Sif. See you in it's, a Siffy. Yeah, it's so alien to the English mouth. It is, <laughs> to the English mouth. Um, Jif. Someone else has said, Kevin for Exworth has said, I don't hate it, but why do they change Jif to Sif? People, numerous people now enraged by that branding change. I'll tell you one that drove me mad. From Cinnamon Grahams to Curiously Cinnamon. I don't understand why that needed to change. There was Golden Grahams, right? Then they did the Cinnamon Offspring. Yeah. Side product. Brilliant cereal. Then they changed it to... Cur You're like, why... The word curious doesn't belong on a cereal box, does it? <laughs> No. Am I the only one who's... Am I, this is making me irrational, I this topic. I don't know the products you're talking about. I have no idea. Yeah, right, come on. Well, you've never had that cinnamon cereal? No. What's the matter with you? Cinnamon... Be, oh, my word. It's a, it's a cinnamon-flavoured cereal. It's amazing. The sugar high off that is bonkers. Is cinnamon the thing that you eat and it's like all those viral videos a few years ago, people like Ugh, coughing up for the cinnamon... Yeah, it's a natural Put that spice. Over, that over a cereal. But it's sugary cinnamon... I, I, I already stuck to the cereal. You know, you get like cocoa pops, this and that's chocolate. Disgusting. No, it's what? oh my word, Chris. I'm amazed. I'm, how old are you? <laughs> Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, and you look very good on it. You are a modern man. <laughs> At ease in the it's modern I'm world. Because I'm not right? ploughing cinnamon straws <laughs> into my mouth every morning. No wonder. You can't. I can't believe. Anyway, they were called cinnamon grams, and then they changed it to curiously cinnamon. That sounds disgusting. I'd rather have sif over, over with some milk. <laughs> oh, that's thing. a good question. Is the Jif lemon that you can put on pancakes? Is that Jif or Sif? Or was it just the cleaner? Oh, yeah. Are the two connected? Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's the, the best point you've ever made. Yeah, I presume... I mean, surely... I just worry that people, like, <laughs> were putting cream cleaner on their pancakes on pancake. There. I don't know what the fuss is about this. It tastes like mint. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, rebrands that went wrong or reboots you don't like, I'm going to have to say Planet of the Apes. The original is a masterpiece. The ending of the original, one of the great endings in cinema history, the new ones... I mean, they're fine. I don't like CGI, by the way. 
No. Not into it. You can always tell it's computer. I would rather have a man in a bad monkey mask. Because <laughs> they don't look like real apes, do they? It's yeah, not yeah. like I'm saying, oh, I thought Bright Eyes was a real ape. Also a great song by... Um, who did Bright Eyes? <laughs> Brotherhood of Man or someone like that? You've got me here. I know I've gone very retro in a lot of my references today. I don't know what's happened to me. Um, but... Even though the modern Planet of the Apes, they arguably look more like real apes, it doesn't do it for me. No, it's a completely fine point of view. But I watch them all. I don't know why I do that. Why do I keep watching films I don't like? Uh, to be annoyed. <laughs> now, we've got news on um, Sif and Jif. Someone says, yeah. Jif was changed to Sif because European countries pronounce J differently. It was pronounced Yif in most countries. I, that rings a bell. I think I knew that. And... Um, Someone, someone else has said that Yule ch changed Yule to Ole. Yes. Did it used to be Yule. Yeah, Oil of Yule. Oil of Yule. Yes, I remember that. And I was like, why are they start calling it Ole? Yeah. You don't remember the original? No. It's all kind of blended together. Yeah, and I it's, see, so this is like, the problem with you, mate. Here's a link. But isn't there a lot, these are like <laughs> cover bands. These are like the originals. And these, these new names just feel like cover bands of the original. Like Opal Fruits, Starburst is a cover band, an Opal Fruits cover band. That is a great idea. What products, what home <laughs> brand products... And now cover bands of the old stuff. But you know when you get, like, a, a home brand product that's, like, Choco Krispies? Yeah. Or Glucosade. <laughs> you know what? I remember at school thinking uh, 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 that Lucasade was called Lucasade because it aids performance. <laughs> And my science oh. teacher was like, you're an idiot. Do you remember it used to be in, uh, this is one for 80s kids, it used to be in the pharmacy. It was like, I thought it was like medicinal. Like, if you were ill, you'd get a big litre and a half of Lucozade. It basically is medicinal, though, isn't it? Is it? Well, maybe you'd have it alongside your cinnamon sticks or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> your diet. No, my diet's good. Text me on 8 12 15. What are the best rip-off products that you've seen? Like, the yeah. best ones where they're getting so close to the brand name, but legally they're not allowed. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the How Time Entertainment. We are delighted to be joined by star of Mock the Week, the one-liner king, Gary Delaney, whose new tour, Gary in Punderland, He's going literally everywhere. Tonight it goes to Salford Keys at the Lowry. Gary, I mean, I'm on tour at the moment. I looked at your tour dates. You're doing about a thousand dates. What is going on? Well, basically, it takes me a long time to write a show, so I absolutely milk it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no, Jay, I will go round the country until everybody is fed up with me. But, you know, it's, it's what I want to do. Touring's like the end product of comedy. All the other things you do, going on telly or whatever, it's just a way to get to touring. I, I love it. I would tour. I would do a Bob Dylan perpetual tour if I could. <laughs> Gary, can you give us an insight to what's on your rider? What do you ask for in the dressing room? You know, you know I'm, I'm pretty rock and roll. A kettle? <laughs> Two, two mugs, one for me and one for my support, tea bags and milk, plus uh, water, either half a dozen bottles of water or a jug and two pint glasses if they're being green. Nice. And also on the rider is there is there is an iron and ironing board, which is a standard thing my promoters put on the rider and I have never, ever used. <laughs> <laughs> you like Elton John. What are all these demands, Gary? I, sh I should really have, like, you know, a, a basket of puppies and all, all of those things and, uh, you know, the, the fabled uh, no blue M&Ms or whatever, yeah. whatever that story was. Well, you know, you know that, you know, do you know the truth behind that? Do you know, do you know why that, what that was about? Do you know what? I 
am I right in saying it was just a way for them to check that people had actually just read the document? That's right, yeah. If you had a complicated yeah. rider, that was the last thing. And you looked at that and you knew if they'd read it or not. Because a lot of venues, it won't be the case at the Lowry tonight, but a lot of venues you turn up and you've asked them for A, B and C, like I want a computer on the stage to do some PowerPoint and this, that and the other. And nobody reads it, or more likely nobody passes it on to the person who's actually there on the night. So, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's actually a really good thing. And I'm quite tempted to do that. I don't know what my equivalent would be. <laughs> I think I know what your equivalent would be. A Toby Carvery. <laughs> Oh, oh, I love a Toby. I yeah, know yeah, you love a Toby. But yeah, I had yeah. one recently, so I need to check this with you. Uh, me and John Richardson went for one in Dronfield in Sheffield. But I ate it so quickly, I, I then vomited it up immediately <laughs> in the car park, which I still feel deep shame about. But uh, do you have any technique pointers for me? Like you know, uh, like if, if when you, you know, your young person might go out for a night's raving with a, with, a, with some pills or whatever, if you're middle aged, you're going for a car, it's Rennie. Right? <laughs> have, have some Rennies. It'd be a little Rennie dealer on your table. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid fizzy drinks. You're only wasting your stomach capacity with that. Just try, just try and pace yourself. Yeah. I don't do. I, I, I always order like the big plate, like an idiot. I yeah. So that gets you extra like, pigs in blankets, doesn't it? Exactly. Well, also you get more meat as well. The pigs in blankets, yeah, whatever. But they get more meat. And then last time I was in one, which was in South End, I was doing a couple of shows down there. And they were like, oh, do you want to buy a big sausage for a fiver? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course I do. And I'll be honest, it, it, it was quite a disappointing sausage. I mean, the length was tremendous, but the taste was unremarkable. And I was like, oh, I've wasted a fiver on that. Clearly, I had too much anyway, but I couldn't say no. Somebody says, a big sausage for a fiver. I am on that. <laughs> well, hopefully, there's a Toby Carvery somewhere near the Salford Lowry, is there? Oh, I, I mean, I just hope so. I mean, it's, it's amazing when you can get them in. Because obviously, Deliveroo, Just Eat, something like that, and have a look and see what you can get sent to the venue. When Toby pops up, it's oh, it's joy, joy unbound. What Toby's popping up on Deliveroo? I can't have a deliver to dressing rooms. Yeah, and then you have a big, you have a big, you have a big carvery, and then you go out and try and do a show. (laughs) (laughs) Call a dinner and what is two? How can they provide bottomless custard on a Deliveroo? Just to keep going back to get it. (laughs) I think yeah, I think the driver just has to keep the the guy on the bike. To like shot runs. Oh, Gary, it's always a <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Gary's tour of Toby Carvery's and theatres uh, continues tonight at the Salford Lowry. Cheers, Gary. Hey, thanks, Matt. Good, good luck. Good luck with your tour. I hope the road is treating you well. And isn't it nice to be back working? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Charlotte Salford, either that's Charlotte in Salford or that's her name, Charlotte Salford, says the best rip-off product. It's my sake for Isimiyaki. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, someone here said a Lurpak rip-off at Lidl called Danpak. Yeah. What about Tesco's version of Dr Pepper called Dr Pop? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's not a... I mean, surely Dr Pepper would be like... At what point do they get legal over there? Even just if it's Dr P anything, then you're surely... Yeah, there can only be one doctor in soft drinks. Do you think they also... What was the phrase? Um, so misunderstood or something like that. Dr Pepper, so misunderstood. Do you think they... What's it? I thought it was what's the worst that can happen, What's the worst it? that can happen, yeah. Do you think they have that, like, Dr Pop? What's the... What's the best... What's the best that, that can happen? ...that could possibly <laughs> materialise? Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Brighton and Hove Albion nil, Aston Villa won, and that's only 34 minutes on the clock. They delayed kickoff because of traffic. What? Come on, guys. Because of traffic? What? Because, because of the traffic. fans wouldn't be able to get in the ground? I, I assume other players. Oh, wow. Remember that? <laughs> that's that, very old-fashioned, this. I was just about to tell you this story. Do you remember, listeners... 
please text in if you remember this. About ten years ago, there was a documentary on the BBC about what would happen. It was kind of like a. It had. It was like dramatising what would happen if there was a massive traffic jam in the country. <laughs> and, there, and Gary Lineker was in it. No. And fictionally reporting from like a pretend England game, going, they've had to call the game off because of traffic. And it was just like, what? This chaotic, like this chaotic dramatisation of what would happen if there was a huge traffic jam throughout the country. That this happened. It wasn't a dream. What? Do people remember this at home? No. Text, text in, tweet in. Do you remember this documentary? Gary Lineker was in it. I don't, text on 8, 12, 15 was, if you remember it, this. It was the ghost watch of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and was it any good? No, it was weird and rubbish. Because there could never be a traffic jam that big. Everyone would, like, how? How can the nation be shut down by a traffic jam? There was a documentary. It was like fake dramatisation. Like a comedy or not? No, it was really... <laughs> <laughs> it was serious. No. It happened. It happened. But that'd be like, what if, you know, the scattered showers never stopped? Or what if we just yeah, had what, sleep what, forever? What if or... it rained forever? Yeah. What would another British problem be? Like, yeah. what if we ran out of fences and creosote? <laughs> or, like, I guess in the 90s, what if Leylandi never stopped growing? <laughs> that really was. If you were alive in the 90s, the, the neighbour dispute of the of the decade was Leylandi trees, wasn't it? I don't know if it stopped being an issue in the noughties. Now you're looking at me like I'm a talking Leylandi, about... What are you saying? Leylandi tree? Yeah, so it was a type of tree that people have in their garden, but they were they were growing too fast. Right. And it was... Neighbours were saying, look, it's blocking out the sunlight. The, the, the government... The Department for Environment, Transport, Local Government and the Regions, as it was then. Producer Liam has found the Wikipedia page. The day Britain stopped is the dramatisation. The day Britain stopped? It's real. Stopped. He was so happy to flick around the screen with the Wikipedia of that. It's real. The day Britain stopped. That Wikipedia page is massive. The day Britain stopped for a bit <laughs> until everyone until it started going again. It was just some temporary traffic lights. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, 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 it turns out Chris Skull was not remembering a fever dream. Steve in Torquay has been in touch, Chris. What is he saying? And that the massive traffic jam started with a bloke <laughs> spilling coffee on himself while he was driving. <laughs> so and this, it shut the country down. So you do... This is the this thing. It, it did happen, and at least one other person remembers watching it. <laughs> I had a look at the Wikipedia page as well. The plot section is massive. It's like, like producer Liam's reading it. He'll be here all night. <laughs> it's just the script. <laughs> Someone's just copied and pasted and put it on Wikipedia. So this film starts with a guy spilling coffee on himself. Yeah. And then the whole of Britain. Yeah, yeah. The dramatisation, like a, an England game, has to be called off because no one can get in the ground. Like people just all over the nation, just in their cars. Like, what's going on? I guess you know what was it made after the fuel strike? Two thousand three. So because that was kind of around, wasn't it? Do you remember the fuel protests of the year two thousand? Yeah. When there was like the go slow driving on the um, motorways, and people were like, oh, the country's going to grind to halt. So maybe that was fed into it. That played into the hysteria of the time. Yeah. And a writer just sat down and thought, let's imagine a guy spilling coffee yeah. and this all just goes out of control. What if every farmer went on strike? <laughs> <laughs> like, we need something bigger than that. We need a guy to spill... I guess it's the butterfly effect, but very British. Although coffee's too European, isn't it? Should have yeah, spilled tea on himself. Obviously. He dropped a tea bag on himself. <laughs> While eating a ginsters that was too <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah, that's more realistic. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roys will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. Okay, Stuart Hogg on Twitter wants to know Roy's thoughts on when you have a wobbly wheel on your shopping trolley. Oh. 
Spirit's very strong tonight. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, watch them. Oh, oh, that's... It's Keen. Who's it? Oh, wobbly will. Oh, wobbly will can be a big old problem for boy. I mean, they manufactured that well. You know, we're going to deal with, you know, we've got to drop a twice bomb at the start with. Now, oh, manufactured, it seems, shopping trolleys to be very difficult to steal. I felt it was a design fault, and then one day, I've got to tell you, Chris, it struck me. <laughs> the whole idea is they're meant to be so bloody annoying, you don't want to nick them. So, well, what am I going to do with it? You know, if it was more functional, well, I could do with this, where the hell's? By the way, where I live, people think that for some reason the, the local canal requires a shopping trolley. <laughs> oh, I don't know whether people are just using it to fish on a grand scale. <laughs> oh, if I go drop a shopping trolley in there, haul it out, and we can see what I've caught, you know. Probably just the odd dead cat and a, and a Barbie doll with the legs missing. <laughs> but uh, it drives me mad. That's why I prefer to either get my shopping done online, someone else delivers it to me. I wake up in the morning, there's a knock at the door. Oh, where's Tesco? Have we got your weekly shop, boy? I say, well, look, these leaks are off. That is a problem with the online shop. You know, you can, uh, you know, would you rather have a, a shop delivered to your door that is perfect? You know, flesh and everything. Or would you rather go and try the produce for yourself? Avocados, another one. You know, you've got to squeeze the avocado. Tomatoes, you know. Yeah. Well, one thing that drives me back, Chris, about, well, you know, fresh produce in the shop. Often the branding does obscure the product. And you're getting angry now, Roy. This is my favourite Roy Hodgson is when you get angry at the post match yeah. interview. And you can feel it, can feel it ramping oh, up. Yeah. The, 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 the wobbly wheel is, it's, you oh, know, it's getting to yeah. The problem with the wobbly wheel is you do think, look, I, I, you know, aisle space at a premium, you know, they give you only a certain amount of space on the aisle. Oh, dude, you should be. I probably will, you know, bump it into other people. People are like, hey, you bumped into me, mate. I said, oh, I'm very sorry. I go, you're a four England manager, Roy Hodgson. I go, I know who I am, mate. I've been away a long time. We've come to terms with it. But I'm not justified by the jobs I used to do, by the way. I do still work. I don't know where I am now. What for? I'm very sorry. Look, it's the, it's the flipping job is all in it. Like, oh, well, you know, you're a football manager. You should... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not, 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 I'm Roy Hudson, mate, uh, trying to get these leaks, uh, the, like I say, the branded, or uh, obscure. Oh, crikey, anyway. But then it struck me one day, as I say, you know, they are, they are designed to, to, to break, to be uh, terrible. You get them out of the shop, you know, where are you going with the shop and doing? Yeah, they make oh, that magnetic thing, lock the wheels off, Roy. Well, they're like those boots, you know. The first time I saw Face Off, I don't see the film, <laughs> Nicholas Cage and John Travolta, very good film, dystopian film. Where uh, you know one man's face is taken off, placed on another man, and one of them is in prison. A fight breaks out, and the electrical boots are magnetic. They lock the inmate to the floor. I dare say uh, some uh, listeners to this show think that our prison should be even worse than those in the uh, face off. <laughs> I thought that. I once absentmindedly walked out of my local widow with a shopping trolley, and uh, it froze stiff. I thought, oh, now I know how Nick Cage felt in face off. <laughs> I've said it out loud as well, you know. <laughs> oh, I know how the case feels. Is Widow a little cover band? Uh, no, it's just Widow. <laughs> uh, you know, heard of a supermarket? Oh, you're mocking me, are you? What sort of band, Chris Skull, takes to the airwaves to mock the way another band? I'll tell you what, Matt Ford will never do that. He will never mock the way I speak. Not if I was... Why don't you push this twirl out of Widow? Would not be the basis for lives of a sophisticated comedian like Matthew Ford, I've got to tell you that. But shopping 20 wheels, I have a problem. I believe it should be more like uh, ice skates. We should make every supermarket floor thick layer of ice and you should go shopping, uh, skating, and that would solve the problem. Rock and roll football.
Podcast done. Well, do you remember the worst traffic jam in Britain? What was it called? The day Britain stood still. Stood still. Because yeah. you know the problem is no, what? Stopped. The day Britain <laughs> stopped. Because there is a film called When the Earth Stood Still. It was an alien film. Yeah. The day the Earth stood still. I think Keanu Reeves was in the remake. Yeah. But this is this, a really Gary, low rent. Gary Lineker in this one. The yeah. day Britain stopped for a yeah. bit. <laughs> so I, I guess it resolves at the end that the traffic jam just no, clears. It ends, it ends with them calling off the England game. They're like, well, we're just going to have to call it off. Goodbye from here. And then the cre- I'm sure the credits roll. So Gary Lineker's got the last line. Like, wow, this is how bad it was. We just had to call off this England game. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure. A football match gets called off. I'm that's sure. it. I mean, it's, it's People, if you remember this, tweet us, email in. I mean, obviously, a show like this, a football match getting called off is a big deal. So I don't want to belittle it, but it is a bit of a... Surely it should descend into, like, warfare or obliteration <laughs> I know, or... I know. The stakes aren't quite high enough, that's the problem. Or shouldn't there be a kind of resolution where we go, we don't need cars anymore, we're just going to walk everywhere. We're going to pedestrianise the motorway. Producer Liam has intel, he's pointing at his screen. It's a late winner, what's going on here? It finishes with a flash-forward to a year later to memorial service for all the people who died during... Oh, people oh, died in the It flashes jam. forward to memorial service for all the people who died in the traffic jam. In the fictional traffic jam. This might not be the same thing. It might not. It is. I mean, the irony of um, if you died in that and then your hearse got caught in the traffic jam <laughs> on the way to the funeral, you'd be like, oh, God, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for downloading the show. Please leave a five-star review, a written review. Follow at Chris Skull with two Cs, one at the start, one in the middle of the word Skull, on Twitter, at Matt Ford, at R&R Football. Thank you to everyone who's come and seen me on tour so far. Keep coming. I mean, I don't expect you, once you've seen it, to come again. But why not? Keep going.